0: Joining us on the phone is State Representative Mike Murphy, and I reached out to him as well early this morning to see if he could join us to talk about the latest from the Illinois Restaurant Association. And, and he's not with that group. Uh, Mike's at the State House; he's a State House re- representative, uh, but he knows about restaurants because, well, Chris, uh, he owned and operated a a longtime restaurateur uh, Charlie Parker's uh, no longer does he do that but uh, I'm sure he still understands what the restaurant community is going through right now so uh, Mike greatly appreciate you taking time with us this morning
1: no problem good talking to you Greg and Chris and uh, yeah I'm not a member of the Illinois Restaurant Association, but I'm probably one of the very few members of the General Assembly that it was for several years.
0: So, uh, late last night, um, they sent out a message from Sam Toya, essentially saying, and I'll read just a couple of quotes here, um, conservative estimates indicate that at least 20% of restaurants will be forced to close their doors permanently. This means 120,000 jobs in Illinois gone. We cannot allow this to happen. Closing restaurants down now means closing them for good. They suggest that early curfews and reduced occupancy levels are the examples of more reasonable measures and they say that they cannot and do not agree with the governor's ongoing mitigation efforts closing bars and restaurants for indoor service what's your reaction to that given that we're looking at um you know increased covid19 positivity rates even right here in uh, sangamon county and region three
1: well my first reaction when i saw that sam sent out a call in action to all of his members was i was a little surprised because as you all know uh Restaurant Association has been a big supporter of the governor during this and even before this. And sometimes on issues that I wish that uh, they might have taken a different stand. So it was good to see that uh, Sam's probably getting some pressure from his members to uh, to stand up for what we need.
0: What are you hearing from uh, restaurants across the area?
1: It's tough. You know, even with outdoor dining, I was talking to an operator yesterday who has two well-established restaurants. Uh, uh, restaurants and he's down at one of them forty percent and the other one 30 percent down and you know that's tough to make it on that and what what I have done and other members of the General Assembly we're sending a, a letter today to the governor and to uh, the Department of Public Health asking for them to share their their data on contract tracers on why restaurants and bars are are subject to this they, they claim that. They, they have a valid reason to do this, well, show us the data. Greg, as you well know, one of the biggest problems with this administration is lack of transparency. And and if they have the data that makes sense why restaurants and bars should be singled out for these closures, show us the data. I, I don't understand why why they're not willing to uh, be transparent and uh, Share that with us. Well, and
0: I've seen some of the data, but not all of the data. I've seen data truncated for, you know, six weeks' worth uh, from one span of time or maybe, you know, for eight weeks' worth during a different span of time. I want to see all of that contact tracing data so that we can better understand the entirety of that picture. Is that what you're asking
1: for? Exactly, and I'd like to see some of the questions that are asked if there are, They're asking, you know, just if you've been to a restaurant or bar, what other questions are they asking? What other places uh, might be uh, contributing to this increase in outbreaks? And I'll tell you right now, before we go on, we have an uptake in in positivity rates. That's well established. And the people need to do a better job. We have to do a better job wearing our masks, doing social distancing. I think this has gone on for so long that we've become lax in some of that. And it's on the people to make sure that we don't close down. Our local
0: business. State Representative Mike Murphy joins us here with the WMAY Morning News feed. I'm Greg Bishop and Chris Murphy in the newsroom.
1: And Mike, the governor mentioned yesterday that he was going to be
0: releasing some funds for restaurants to, to, to help them in this regard. You know, that they were going to go to the top of the list as far as this business uh, fund mitigation uh, pile that he's got there. What are we going to be doing to make sure that uh, Sangamon County restaurants get their fair share of that?
1: Well, I'm going to have to see the program and see how it's structured. You know, some of these programs have a lot of hoops that you have to jump through. But uh, we will get the word out to our local restaurants and, and make sure they have an opportunity to to uh, get at the front of the line for these. But I, I've said from the very beginning, programs and assistance is not the answer. We have to figure out how to uh, get back to normalcy, and we have to figure out, you know, to do it safely. You know, we had an epidemiologist from the city of Chicago talk to our Republican caucus several months ago, and she and she stated it wasn't when we come out of shelter-in-place, it's how we come out of shelter-in-place. So I hope the governor would work with the Illinois Restaurant Association and make sure that we're doing all the measures we can to keep the public safe. That's, that's our goal. That's our goal every day is to keep the public safe when they're in our restaurants, even before COVID was uh,
0: around. Representative, uh, what about the other element here of consumer confidence? Uh, do you fear that that is also uh, something that uh, we need to get over uh, that hump uh, so that people aren't um, you know, afraid to go out anymore? Or do you think that that is no longer the case and people just aren't going out because they're confused as to what's going on with the COVID switch being flipped on and off?
1: No, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Greg. And uh, talking to the, the operators around and around town, and I do that on a daily basis. Uh, one of the big concerns is as we're approaching some some bad weather, is these people who are comfortable by going out outdoors and dining won't do that when it gets you know forty degrees and below. And so you know that's that's a real problem, and we have to figure that out. We have to. Yeah, I've seen some creative things. Uh, Burger Bar, he he had some like a little greenhouse uh, uh, structures around an individual table. So, you know, just that one group would be sharing the common air, And uh, but the greenhouse uh, effect would make it a little bit warmer during the winter. I thought that was very creative. I think he had like five of them out there. And so, you know, but you're right. The consumer confidence is, is a big problem, and um, that's, that's going to be something no matter what the governor does.
0: How do we change that? How do we... Um... Build that consumer confidence back up to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to go to that local small business that I've been, uh, you know, I used to go to before COVID.
1: Well, I I think one of the things we got to do is make sure that we are following the procedures that are recommended in regards to masks, social distancing, washing your hands, sanitizing, so we can get these positivity rates down. It's really tough when we have an announcement like we did over the weekend, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we had 200 cases. We've been, you know, anywhere from 50 to 70 cases a day here, it seems like, the last uh, seven days. And so it's a real problem, and that that will deter people from wanting to go out. And so we have to do a better job, but there's got to be some individual responsibility taken.
0: State Representative Mike Murphy, um, and one other thing here, uh, unemployment numbers out today I have yet to see. I'm going to check that over the break, but I would imagine we're going to see thousands more file for unemployment. Uh, you're on a, a group, a working group, talking about uh, uh, the Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission. Unemployment's been one of those uh, uh, issues. What's the latest here? Uh, we, we've got uh, you know continued problems, or are we actually seeing some solutions? We're seven months into this.
1: Now, we're actually seeing new problems every day, Greg. Uh, we still have people with the original problem not being able to get their benefits that they deserve, and then we uh, we have some new issues with some even some terrible fraud uh, cases coming on. And once again, we need to bring IDES into a subject matter hearing. We need to do that in person. As you well know, I've made two formal requests, been denied both times, by our chairman of the state government administration, and she says, for the personal safety of the members, and I didn't run for this office to only serve the people when it was convenient. We have a major crisis going on, and it's shameful that we cannot meet in Springfield and take care of the issues. You know, I've been calling on the General Assembly to meet since March, and I don't understand why we're AWOL during the biggest crisis of my lifetime, and, and it just has to stop, and I wish... People would send people to uh, elect people who are willing to serve in tough times and no matter what, because the people of Illinois deserve it.
0: By the way, I just looked at the numbers another 47,000 initial unemployment claims filed in Illinois. That's about level where it was the week before, but that's 47,000 people who are looking for unemployment benefits for the first time here in the state of Illinois. Uh, State Representative Mike Murphy, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning, giving us some insights. And um, if we need anything else, we'll reach out.
1: Hey, Greg, Chris, you guys have a great day. Thanks for giving me a call. You too, Representative. Thank you so much.